This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Six o'clock and... Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer Esiason, Craig Carton on the fan, and of course, worldwide on CBS Sports Network. Have a great show for you today, unless you really like this thing called baseball, because the New York Yankees get swept by the uh, last place Oakland A's. Every game close, every game competitive, every game a loser. And the New York Mets, while they salvaged the last game against the Nationals, who cares? They're done as they uh, embarrass themselves in the first three. And everyone's going crazy. Oh, DeGrom at home. So what? It's over. In any event, a lot in between. Football to boot. Good morning, Boomer. How are you today, buddy boy? You know, I'm doing all right, Craigie. Uh, I do feel, though, Here we Yankee go. fans out there, Here this comes, could be. Comes this shot. Be, it's not, I, look, I've been telling you over the last, what was it, I don't know, 40 games now, they're under 500. Uh, <laughs> they got swept I mean, by I mean, a bad team. I mean, they did. I mean, and, and they fly Araldis Chapman all the way across the country for one game, one inning. And that reeks of panic to no, me. No, it doesn't. That yeah, reeks. Does. Joe Girardi had that right. The people that are out there being critical that the Yankees threw Araldis Chapman out there, Joe Girardi said, hey, we're paying him. We pay him to play. We get on a plane and fly out. He gets on a plane. Well, the only good news is that... I like what Joe Girardi said. You know, it's a perfect eighth. The only good news is, is that you don't have to watch losing baseball today because they have off. And then comes the Angels that you can you know extract a little revenge on. And well, then comes hope. the Texas... Uh, the then knows, then comes the Texas uh, Rangers. And then you're going to the White Sox. So And then you're at Houston. And that's when it really gets interesting. So, but right. I don't know if they could stay with Houston. I'm not really sure. They don't have but to. We'll have to see now. So, losers are six in a row. That's not good. No. Nope. Um, they get swept. Uh, they, it just, it's just, I don't well, know. You know just, I know what you're doing. We all know what you're doing right now. Because when you wake up this morning, they're in first place. Yeah, two percentage they points got ahead swept. of the Red Sox. The Red Sox have more wins than you do. They got swept. The Red Sox have more wins place. than you do. And now you have, uh, as you just pointed out. The Red Sox have more wins than th- you do. If they're in first place. Uh, meanwhile, your beloved Mets which I know you don't want to get to because it's the same story every single day. Well, I'm done talking and, about that. And I appreciate that because it's over. It's I done. Don't, I don't need to hear any more about the Mets. I know what Jacob DeGrom did yesterday. He did a great job. He had, it was, you know, today's his birthday. So right. he celebrated with a home run yep. and a an eight-inning gem. Yep. Uh, the problem is, is that, you know, if it isn't for Daniel Murphy screwing it up in the field, it is for Daniel Murphy just ripping the cover off the baseball yeah. against Matt Pitchin. They gave up 22 runs in the previous three games. They weren't even in those games. It wasn't even close. No, it was a blow. It was, it was embarrassing. It really was embarrassing the, the, how non-competitive they were. But you know, forty thousand fans yesterday at City Field for yep. Father's Day tilt. You know, it was good. And, you and like the uh, uniforms or no? Uh, you know, I know why they have the the light blue for prostate and all that other stuff. I mean, it's okay. I mean, uh, you it's know, hard it's to argue because of the charity connected to yeah, the cause. Yeah, I know. I know, but 
whatever. I mean, they do this, you know, with breast cancer and everything sure. else. So it's it's good. I, I just would say this. You know, every time you're waiting for them to like, okay, this is it. This is it. Somebody else gets hurt. Somebody right. else gets hurt. Somebody else is not out there. And, uh, you know, now this pitching staff is so, like, up and down, inconsistent. And it goes, you know, Seth Lugo and, and Steven Matz. And, you know, now now the Grom gives you an A-plus pers- you know, performance and you're waiting. Yeah. Is the next guy going to do what the previous guy did? When's the run coming, all that kind of crap? Uh, and it's not. Uh, sadly enough, it's just not. And like you said, they got embarrassed for the first three games of the series. Daniel Murphy has that late double yesterday, which was important. Why? Because now he has legitimately gotten on base every single time he's played against the Mets since he went to Washington. But uh, it was a loss. Him or Anthony Rendon. I mean, those guys just own the Mets, man. It was a lost weekend across the board. I mean, you're right. Listen, the Yankees losing six in a row. You can make all the excuses you want. Close games, damn near every one of them. You know, bullpen uh, failed them. Offense fails them. uh, They're in a bad stretch right now. Uh, they do get Chapman back. Like you said, you have the Angels, the Rangers, and the White Sox before uh, he gets quote-unquote real at the end of the month going into July against Houston. And it tells you how the American League East currently sits because when you lose six in a row and you're still in first place, it tells you that no one else is making a yeah, charge. Yeah, but, but the problem is is that everybody's staying within five games, five Correct. and a half games. So everybody in that division now. Is all like bunched in there. Nobody's yep. running away with it. The Yankees had a chance and uh, unfortunately couldn't do it and and keep everybody else relevant. And you know, eventually it's going to happen. I know that. I'm I'm making fun. Eventually it's going to happen. Eventually teams are going to go through a tailspin. You just don't want it to be elongated. You just right. don't want it to get to like nine, ten, eleven games. And that's why it's important to take the day off. I think Joe Girardi to- spoke to that last night. And then uh, come back and hopefully get the thing going again like you had against Baltimore the last time you were in Yankee Stadium and start feeding off some of that stuff and start hitting home runs again. And it starts with Pineda, too, so they should probably feel pretty good you about know, that. But Tanaka's a real Yeah, that's, that's – I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I really don't. You know, one 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 day it's a, it's, a, it's a decent outing. The next day it's home run city again. Yep. Uh, he's allowed 21 home runs. And he's had, let me see, six starts, I believe, where he's allowed five or more earned runs in those six starts. Well, he's, he's been brutal all year. I mean, his ERA is over six, and he's the quote-unquote ace of your staff. So he's got given up 21 home runs this year. He's given up, he only gave up 22 all of last yeah. year. If you could send him down, he deserves to be sent down. Right? There's, I mean, that's the reality of his situation or DLM or something. You know, and uh, Girardi just keeps saying he's not hurt, he's not hurt, he's not hurt. Then that, then by the it? way, he better be hurt because if he ain't hurt, he can't pitch at this level right now. It's been uh, it's been abusive how bad uh, how bad he has been. And it's almost like he knows. Like as, as soon as he gives up the home run, I mean, obviously most pitchers would know because they can hear it from the crack of the bat, right? <laughs> and they know how fast that ball's exiting the, <laughs> the stadium. But you could just see he is so frustrated. Yeah, something else happened over the weekend, which. Uh, I know everyone saw it. It happened yesterday. You take stock in it because it's going to be a bit of a changing of the – well, not changing of the guard. It's not the right way to say it. But uh, the Sixers and the Celtics make a deal, which is very interesting based on them uh, you know, playing each other as often as right, they but will. Right, but do we, do we know what the Celtics are receiving in return? That, yes. That's the big question that I um, wouldn't know. I do know. And obviously the Sixers have fell in love with this guy, Markel Fultz. Yeah, so the Six is going to be a, a damn good team next year. I'll tell you right now. Why? Because they have a, a, a rookie. I mean, no, like, you know. the Fultz. I've been telling. How long have I been telling you about no, Fultz? No, no. I right? mean, you, you told me that uh, about uh, at the beginning of college basketball. Um, here's what it is: they swapped the number one and the number three pick. Obviously, right? Yes. 
In addition to that, the Celtics also get an additional first-round pick, um, which will be... By the way, the Celtics are loaded with picks like for the next three or four yep. years. Philadelphia will get... Philadelphia will give up the 2018 first-round pick it owns via the Lakers. Um, and it's a little somewhat complicated about that, where that's the picks actually, are. That's actually going to be a great pick. Is there? Is, the is theory it a, it should is be, Is it right? a lottery-protected pick? Um, if the Lakers pick doesn't fall between two and five in the draft, they will send the 2019 first-rounder instead. So either way, so basically what Boston's going to get is the number three pick and another first-round pick in either 18 or 19, okay? Right. But it just shows you when you are loaded with picks, as they are, Yep. When you are loaded with talent, as they are, and you're in love with your point guard, Isaiah Thomas, which they are, then you are able to make moves like this. Because the rhetoric was, up until this weekend, boom, hey, maybe the Celtics trade Isaiah Thomas, right? Boomer's got a problem with the coffee that just brought to him. I said, I said, I said... Wait, we're playing trades. You want a no, I, I, well, that's right. Don't worry about I'll it. I'll get it. No, don't worry about it. Well, anyway, so, you, 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 how about just a thank you? I, I said thank you. No, 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 it's absolutely I, fine. I do have I, a venti. I yeah, yeah. What is yeah, okay, good. I don't even have a venti. I, I told him, I, you know, and he, he said, said he got it. He understood. You he, wanted a bigger we, coffee. We misinterpreted each yeah, other. That's all. I paid for it all. Okay. I bought him one. Fair enough. So I just tried to be solid. Good. So you're not on the same page. You wanted tall. No, no. I wanted venti. Venti. What is Venti? The biggest one they yeah, got? Yeah, yeah, Got it. For your, for your mug? You got your mug there? Yeah. Boy, you're something special, aren't you? What do you mean I'm something special? I mean, you start doing trades like, where's the where's the big one? Yeah, exactly. I want I the big one. I don't, I don't know what he was thinking about. What were we talking about? In any event, the so, Celtics and Sixers. But here's the I deal. I just sets the, the Knicks back Here's the only thing notch. I would say about this thing from the Celtics' perspective. They're, yeah. they're, they're locked and loaded now for probably the next five years with draft picks. And Danny Ainge is a smart basketball guy. The total opposite of what the Knicks are. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? The total no, no. opposite. There you have the Thanks. you have two teams that are listen. The Celtics, number one seed this past year, and locked and loaded, dude. But but here's Sixers the thing. is going to be very good too. I, I think if you take stock of the Celtics right now, <coughs> they cannot beat the Cavaliers. Why? Well, I mean, because Isaiah Le- Thomas cannot overcome LeBron James. Now, eventually, I that's going to go. Oh, LeBron James is going to go away. Either he's going to. You know, retire someday. Right. Someday or he'll retire. somewhere else. Or he'll go to the Western Conference. Like everybody thinks that yeah, he's going to Yeah, which be I don't buy, but go ahead. All right, well, whatever. But right now, as they stand, they can't beat Cleveland with their present point guard. I agree 100%. And he's the best player on their team, which is why a lot of people thought that he would be traded because he, he would have a lot of value after this year uh, to a team that maybe wanted a veteran point guard who can you know, score like he can. Uh, but they, well, but, that could still be the case. I don't know who they're going to take with the third pick. I, I don't know if they're going to take one of these wing players or they're going to take a, one of the, But the, I guess they felt like, look, at the end of the day, the third pick is going to be a really good player. It's going to be a really good player. And, you know, maybe maybe making this trade here and, and acquiring even more assets, which is what they've done, yep. is, is unbelievable. It's really, you know, they're almost taking like a page out of the New England Patriot book. Right. You already have a boatload of talent, and now you have the guarantee of getting more talent over the next couple of years. And in the years. NBA, the, 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 the talent resides in the top five. We yep. know that. You got that. And then, of course, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. actually had a camp for kids. He showed up for it. Apparently, by all accounts, he was all good. And he says that he's never felt more ready for a season, and he feels that it's his responsibility, and I'm quoting him now, to be a good role model. All right. 
Listen. Well, he said the right thing so not, many times before, so we'll see. Hopefully it'll all work out. Yeah, he he's he's uh he's said this how many times now? He is great with kids, though. I will say that. Just well, seen some of the video of him, the kids adore him. Half the kids have the haircut like he does now. But he well, he is fantastic with kids. Yes. He might be one of those guys that's better with kids <laughs> than he is with adults. You know what I mean? Yeah, well the kids have, you know, undying adulations towards him. Yeah, like Al Dukes is well, he's never good with anyone, but he's better with adults than he has kids. Like, he can't be, like, in my kid's company for more than about 10 minutes. So I'm being very frustrated. Yeah but, yeah, but your kids know about Al Duke, so they learn to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Where they become the adult in the room. Uh, that happens frequently, yes. 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 Well, as, as Craig's kids got older, they're much easier to handle. So now I can be in a room with Craig's kids all day long. Well, if, even, this even goes back AI? to Dallas. Yes. This goes back to Dallas when we were at the Super Bowl. And my kids thought it'd be funny to steal Al's phone and any other type of technology he had. Well, your kids have a tendency to do that. Yeah, and then they would try to reprogram it so that he'd be very frustrated. I can't log in. I can't log in. Give me my phone. That kind of stuff. Right. This was back in the BlackBerry days. And frankly, it was quite funny uh, because Al would be extraordinarily frustrated. You have to imagine, you know, a couple boys, uh, you know, seven to nine years old, watching a grown man cry about his technology. Yeah, speaking of kids, did you have a, a nice Father's Day? I did. Thank you. How That's about yourself? Good. I did too. You know, I actually went out to uh, the lunch with the kids, and uh, nice. they actually paid. I was going to ask you who uh, who picked up the tab. I was like, wow. Look at I was this. in your neck of the woods. Actually, I had at my somebody's uh, bat mitzvah. Somebody's picking up the the the, the check. I don't know, of course, it wasn't Gunner. Oh, come on, really? And of course, it wasn't Sydney. Matt Martin picked it up? Yeah, Matt picked it up. Yeah. Are you son in law? Oh, well, it's not my son in law. Stop it, all right? Well, you, so off. you have Father's Day lunch. Oh, yeah. Or dinner, whatever it was. Yeah. Lunch. And it was a nice lunch. Nice lunch. Went to Bar Freets. I was there the day before. Oh, look at that. See that? Oh, shut up. I went to Funky Monkey afterwards. That's great. Bought some nonsensical thing for $10. Yeah. Um,. So you go there. Yeah. Your son, who's now gainfully employed. Yes, he is. Your daughter, who uh, is employed and actually is dating Matt Martin. Yes. And you. And me. And happy Father's Day. Yes. And the bill comes. You're, there's a little bit of an expectation. No, that no, no, no. One no. of my adult children. I, I, I was that. I was. Yeah, right. Exactly. Will pick up the tab exactly. because, after all, it is Father's Day. Yes. And. Matt had to do it, and Gunner allowed. Well, I guess he seemed to like to do it. You know, Gunner's I respect Matt, dude, but Gunner's got to step up there. Gunner sits on his hands like this. Gunner's got boxing gloves on. He's like, oh, who's paying for it? I'm not. Unbelievable! <laughs> I so, thought I, I actually thought I taught him better. Now I understand Sydney. She's dating Matt, so in theory, you could say Sydney with Sydney. Matt. You're right. Okay, but Gunner's as a man, yeah, sits there and watches. His sister's boyfriend paid for his father's lunch. You know, do you ever this pay, is unacceptable. Do you ever pay attention to the cards that you get from the kids? Do you ever, like, really read the cards? I'm uh-huh, sure. Right. So, you know, they, they obviously each give me a card. Right. And uh, the cards couldn't be more... Uh, Generic? No, no, no. Opposite from each other. There's Gunner's card. It's humble. You know, Dad, thanks so much for doing everything you've done right. for me. And I'm like, oh, it's really nice. Nice. Right? Touching. All right. And then, then the front card of Sydney's... So, Dad, I've grown up to be a wonderful young lady and a woman of power and this and that and right. I'm this and I'm that. And, and it's all somewhat partly because of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fantastic. Yes. You were so yeah, involved so in that. They, it's, well, just, it's, just, it's perfect. Did it's they get you a gift? Yes, they did. Uh, was the gift thoughtful? 
Oh yeah, very thoughtful. Did the gift show like they get you know where Dad is in his life and they what get it, my they life? Get it. Yeah. So uh, pretty simply, uh, Gunner got me a um, a decanter for okay. some whiskey. All right. And inside of the decanter, there is a glass ship in the decanter. So it's it's glass, and you see the ship is inside of it. Right. And you put the the whiskey inside the, the Johnny Walker floats. Blue that they gave me. And it doesn't float. It just sits in there. But it's nice. It looks good. So that's very nice. Okay. And then he gave me a foot massager, which he knows I have bad plantar fascia. Okay. It shows that he's Thoughtful. paying attention. He's paying attention. He's paying right? attention. Sydney got me a, a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue. So there you go. That's enough. She got you I what? don't need ties. I don't need shoes. I don't need nothing. So Sydney got you the booze for the decanter that Gunner got you. Yes. It seemed like they God. worked in concert So they together. seemed to work. It's funny what my kids did. And I'm not so sure Sydney really got involved. I think maybe Gunner just did the whole thing. Or there was a really bottle sure. of Johnny Walker Blue laying around the right. house, and someone picked that, up, that put that a one, ribbon yeah. on it, and said, right. hey, Daddy, look what I got you. Because right. yeah. Gunner got you a decanter, and I figured something's got to go in it. Right. That could have happened, too. It's possible. Well, listen, I'm glad you had. Did you golf yesterday? I uh, did not golf yesterday, but did watch the U.S. Open yesterday. You did, which yes. we'll get to a little bit later on. Which was great. It was, uh, it was a great. We actually watched the uh, supposed to uh, father son golf that got rained out. So, and then supposedly there was a big uh, hugabaloo here in the building on Friday. What happened on Friday? Apparently, Brandon Tierney, who uh, you may have heard of, you know, he does um, St. John stuff, but also uh, worked uh, in New York prior to going out to San Francisco, then came back. And he's on the CBS Sports Radio Network, which, while you don't get it here, most of you know who Brandon is, of course. He also does a great job on Tops on CBS. Yeah, he does the CBS, CBS Sports uh, Network Sunday morning show yes. over on Tops. He and uh, Mike Francesca apparently got into it on Friday, yelling and screaming and cursing uh, in the hallway, then in a private office, and everyone was. I mean, you got you got to do it at work. You can't do it away from work. Well, I don't think they have a relationship outside of work. So how are you oh, going to curse okay. someone out if you don't talk to them outside of work? What are you screaming at? You can only curse them out while you're at work. What was the issue? That's up for debate, I suppose. I told out to book Brandon on the show. <laughs> Although my gut is that Brandon's going to probably try to stay away from it. But let's see. See if you can get him on. I want to know what it is, too. Maybe there. Mike thought if Brandon was you because you're both bald. That's possible. Possible. Uh, as the story goes, Brandon at some point at the top of his lungs said, who the F are you? And Mike somehow said to him, you're a fraud. Now, I'm not sure what happened in between those two comments, but I do know that uh, it was I know the, you. I know you love this kind of crap. Yes, because I'm not involved in it at all, and yes. I just get to be well, an armchair quarterback. Now, now, now you've just got yourself involved somehow. Now, how am I involved? I'm just saying I, I'm acknowledging it, um, and I'd love to get down to the bottom of it and see like what caused such a ruckus. Yeah, then there, there was an article. Do we, do we get human resources involved or what? What uh, happens? Well, and and more I, don't here I don't think HR is here. Uh, as somebody on, in HR has got to be involved in this. You can't have two employees going, you know, you know, toe to toe. Yeah, but it's a summer to. Friday. I don't think they're here. It's probably Nobody cares. True. Okay. Good. Or you just have one person in the building that was offended by the content of the language. Maybe they're in Italy. Maybe. No, Maybe. Oh, that was all the other executives. Oh, that's all the other. Yeah, I think okay. they're they're in Spain now. I think. All right, okay. And then there was uh, you know you talk about the concept of. You know, can you trust what you read in the paper? Or is this this concept of fake news, fake news alive and well? So okay. oh, in the last week, CNN.com reported that Boomer Esiason said ABC D&E uh, here in studio with Chris Christie, despite the fact you weren't here that day. That's fake news. And then uh, I was reading a Phil Mushnick on a Sunday, <laughs> and he, he wrote such a, um, uh, such a piece of garbage um, that it, it was actually – troubling to me that you can write the things that were written um, with, with a clear conscience, uh, despite the fact that there's no truth 
uh, to it at all. Well, print reporting, you know, just isn't the same. And same with Raceman as well. It's, now, what were, they, um, what were they writing? It's uh, it's interesting, Boomer. Did they take a shot at you or me? That wasn't a shot at either one of us. <laughs> okay. That's the funny thing about it. Okay. Um, it's amazing to me. Who was the shot at or what were they writing? It's just, it's amazing to me. Yeah, I know it's can... amazing to you. So I'm going to tell you what it is if you tell me. For... So your boy, Bob Raceman, mm-hmm. all right, yes. writes a story, okay? <laughs> he writes a story. Yeah. And that's what his job is, I suppose. Write a story. Write a story. He writes a story. He wrote a story. That the New York Yankees are concerned that with Mike leaving WFAM, that there's no one on the radio station that's really pumping the Yankees up. And the Yankees have called or have privately or anonymously or however you want to put it have suggested that that's problematic for them going forward in their relationship with the radio station. That might be the single dumbest thing that Bob Raceman has ever written. And I can guarantee you, it does not come from the New York Yankees. I know, because you, you, you're the guy that receives the missives every MLB day. MLB sources say the Yankees MLB are concerned with Francesca's departure because of his role as a longtime Bombers pom-pom waiver. Eh, wrong. It's unbelievable. Like, it, there's, there's no conscience at all Yeah, I know. Just, in writing just, that. Just write that, write whatever you want to write, and just With their partnership there. with fan being worth millions in terms of rights fees, it makes sense for Yankee suits to want the new afternoon drive host to have an allegiance to them, or at least have a Yankee sensibility. Well, well, we got we we got a morning guy that does that already. When we need an afternoon guy that does that, I thought he and uh, I talk more Yankee baseball than anybody. Is, is that is that like uh, somebody that was going to support a Rod through that whole thing? Somebody like that? You I, I don't know, right. right? So, and I would tell you this. I mean, listen, it's hard to write once a week. You know that the Yankees hate Mike. Got to come up with something once a week, and you got to put a, what about maybe a thousand words in there, which could couldn't be that hard. Is it a thousand words? I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know how many words this, but you're right. You write one day a week. You have to, and you invent stuff. Like there's enough going on in New York that you could come up with something maybe even you twice mean, a week. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's like a deep state leak at MLB or something that you know somebody lower level. Yeah, a guy. Was, someone at MLB told him the way the Yankees are thinking about WFN's search for an afternoon host. Yeah. I mean, just come on, man. I mean, if you can't be better than that, then just stop doing it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? All right. In any event, Boomerang Carton on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.